Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This podcast is part of the Big Heads Media Podcast Network. Go to bigheadsmedia.com for more great podcasts. Jabril Ahmad Peppers was born on October 4th, 1995, and this offseason he was traded to the New York Football Giants from the Cleveland Browns, and he looks to be a part of a great stretch of Giants safeties and show his worth to this rebuilding defense. This is Previewing the Giants. David Double underscore Powis, how are you doing on this fine evening? I am excellent at jpenix 74 Those are our Twitter handles. No, no. I mean, if they couldn't, if if the listeners couldn't figure that out, that that's really their problem, not mine. I'm just kidding. Our listeners are very, very smart. Please continue listening. They are. They're they're much they're much smarter than us. But I was much. about to say we probably have a decent amount of listeners who are not on Twitter. Ooh, that's a good point. I'm, I'm sorry if I, I'm sorry if I've, if I've alienated any of you non-Twitter listeners. The whole point of, uh, for example, leaving five star ratings on the Apple Podcasts app on the Apple Podcast app is that when you search Giants Podcasts, we want Bleeding Blue to be the first podcast that pops up. Hell yeah! So, David, what we're doing here for this previewing the Giants uh, series um, is it's a mini series that we're doing that is doing exactly that. We're previewing the Giants and every single significant Giants player on the team. So today we have Jabril Peppers, local boy Jabril Peppers, a part of the uh Odell Beckham Jr. trade. Remember that guy? He that that was that was fun. Remember him? Uh it was a great trade. I will go down on the ship. I I will ride that ship that was a good trade to the to the day Just I because die. you're trying to make an important point does not mean that you have to put your mouth close to the microphone like that. I do. That that may that that is painful to our listeners. It's painful to their ears. For when you do apologize, that. I'm going to apologize for the third time already in this in this uh, in this podcast. I am sorry if I've bothered any of, any more of our listeners. This is this is one of the if first any times, left at this point. This is one of the first times where this is David bad guy and not Justin bad guy. See, but I apologize. You just get louder. Yeah, I get louder, but I don't put my mouth closer to the microphone. You get louder, and the jersey comes out more. I'm going to go walk the dog and have some coffee. <laughs> go walk my dog. Wait, so Justin. What? Do you do you hear that in the background? No. It's very faint. No, what is it? What kind of noise is it making? You oh. don't hear that? That's the sound of the hype train of Jabril Peppers reaching a screeching halt. And I'm going to explain why in a little while. So why don't we get into talking about Jabril Peppers? You actually got me scared because you know the the producer of this show which is also myself you know he freaks out over this stuff i actually thought that there was something going on in the background <laughs> I, I was I, that means i got a genuine reaction that was what we were going for all right so jabril peppers the high school that he went to was paramus catholic i didn't even need to look that up because jabril peppers and myself we have a bit of a history but it actually is not like anything serious 
Jabril Peppers doesn't know who I am. It's just that I went to St. Peter's Prep, which was a rival high school. That's that's it when I mean by history. Uh, Jabril Peppers uh, caused uh, me many sad evenings and sad nights whenever he would play St. Peter's Prep, including two state championships. <laughs> two. Two <laughs> over us, and he beat us. Uh, he beat us both times. Did, and did, did Paramus Catholic beat you, or did Jabril Peppers beat you? Jabril Peppers beat us. It was not Paramus okay. Catholic because then he graduated. Okay. He graduated in twenty. What? Well, what? He graduated in twenty thirteen, and then in, in the in the twenty fourteen state championship, St. Peter's Prep and Paramus Catholic played again when he wasn't there, and of course St. Peter's Prep won. So, of course, of course, of course. But that's when we had Brandon Wimbush and Minka Fitzpatrick. Minka Fitzpatrick, who is on the Miami Dolphins right now, is a safety. Player, excellent player, excellent player, excellent college player, especially. excellent college player. Um, but neither here nor there. Jabril Peppers in high school and even right now, uh, frankly, to be honest, and in college, could play any position you could possibly want him to play on either side of the ball. He is regarded as one of the most successful high school athletes of all time. Now, if you consider that last phrase to be a stretch, uh, this one isn't. He is one of the most hyped up and sought out high school athletes of all time. He was the number one prospect in the entire country, according to ESPN. And this was a class that also included Leonard Fournette as well. A fun fact that I kind of want to read to you um, from his high school days is he was also a track, a very talented track athlete. Peppers set the New Jersey non-public Class A outdoor 100-meter dash record with a time of 10.77 seconds. He has a personal best of 10.51 seconds in the 100-meter dash. Um, in his senior year at Paramus Catholic, he won both the 100 and 2-meter dashes in New Jersey's 2013 Meet of Champions, becoming only the second person to ever do so and... This is going to be pretty much the the word and the phrase of this episode. The dude's just an athlete. The dude's just a football player. So, David, one of our favorite words uh, of this previewing the Giants players so far and how Dave Gettleman is building the team is versatility. So just like in high school, his versatility in all aspects of the game continued when he was uh, – when he started his time at Michigan, contributing as a wide receiver, kick returner, punt returner, and a bunch of different roles on defense. During his full first year as a freshman, he redshirted his freshman year after an injury. During his first full year as a freshman, Peppers has gained 568 all-purpose yards on the season, an average of 47.3 yards per game, which was ranking fifth on the team at the time. So as a defensive player, he was averaging fifth 47.3 yards per game in terms of all-purpose yards, and he was a defensive player. I want you to guess in how many different positions he played during his sophomore season on, on the football field, all parts of the game. Well, let's see. You only got you only got five or six on each side. Of, well, he got six or seven on each side of the ball, I suppose. Uh, he definitely didn't play offensive line. Um, so I'm going to go with... Nine. How about 15, David? Are there that many different positions? Well, there's 11 times three is 33. Special teams, defense, offense. I I guess to be fair, I'm grouping offensive line together, defensive line together, linebacker together. Well, that was a silly move. You shouldn't have done that. Justin. Oh, Justin. Because as we're going to learn, Jabril Peppers, he can line up as an edge rusher. 
we're gonna we're we're gonna learn that we're gonna learn that really quick. So 933 snaps during his 2016 campaign, logging 726 plays on defense, 53 plays on offense, and 154 plays on special teams. And again, simply, the cliche sports radio take is to say, Jabril Peppers is a football player. He's an athlete. He's a playmaker. He finished fifth in the Heisman voting his sophomore year. And David, fun fact, he is also a rapper. Do you think him and Jack Rabbit are ever going to have a collaboration? I think they have to. If if they don't, that that's missing such a golden opportunity. Do you? What is Jabril Peppers' rap name, or is it Jabril? Peppers? I I honestly have no clue. I listened to an interview where he talked about his rap career, and I got very bored because I'm not very interested in that. But I but I respect if his it, rap though. name is not. If his rap name is not Hot Pepper, that's that's. Travesty. I think that's kind of corny. And I'm a corny guy, but that's kind of corny. Justin, I'm really not feeling you so far. We're, we're really we're really button heads. We may continue to butt heads. You want me to continue, David? Please. Or do you have something to say? I have nothing to say. Okay. Basic stats and info. Now, during his scouting combine, Peppers worked out in two different positions, linebacker and safety, because NFL teams were not totally sure where he was going to be used and where his primary position was going to be played. But I always thought because of his size, it made the most sense to play him at safety. However, in 2017, the Browns lined Peppers up at free safety 80.4% of the time, which I, I know I'm no football guru, but lining him up there seems to take what Peppers does extremely well right out of his hands. Lo and behold, he ended the 2017 season with the 60.5 pro football focus grade, and he was looking like a bust. However, in 2018, he only took 39% of his snaps from free safety, and he ended with a 77.6 pro football focus grade. Here are some of his other grades from the 2018 season. He had a 77.3 coverage grade, 15 higher than his rookie season, a 74.2 run defense grade, that's 8 higher than his rookie season, by comparison, Landon Collins received a 70.4 pro football focus rating from last year. And this is a really fun fact. In 2018, Jabril Peppers, as of week 15, he took 164 snaps in the box, 116 as an edge defender, 83 at slot corner, and 41 at wide cornerback. So, David, this is one of the things that I don't understand, how the Browns have used him over the course of the last two years. They use him at free safety when he was being scouted as a safety and a linebacker. So yeah, that makes total sense. Let's use him in the free safety spot, which prioritizes coverage and basically surveying the entire field and deep down the fields. Rather than strong safety is this is going to be our guy that's going to be our run stopper. This is going to be our guy that's going to, that can play in the box, that can also pass the rusher, and it can also blitz, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So that confused me. Well, there's a also, reason. There's, I'm sorry, but there's yeah. a reason why uh, the team he played for in his rookie season went winless. That was good. That was good. So, and, and and even additionally, in 2018, where he had much better grades, he had much better production, just using him as a strong safety or even as a money backer, they also lined him up as an edge defender, a slot corner, and a wide cornerback at times. I con, Confuse me, David. Confuse me. Now, I'll tell you what. If you look at his highlight tape and if you look at the film, him lining up as an edge defender on some third down plays, productive. I mean, you know, you can question it just by reading those stats, but 
he did some pretty interesting things. He did some pretty cool things. Don't think the Giants are going to do that because in all honesty, I think the strong safety position as just you just look at that spot in within itself, that's versatile enough. Wouldn't you say? Yeah, that's a really, really good point. I think when you look at the way the Giants use Landon Collins, I think the goal is going to be to use Peppers very similarly to that. And I think you, that that's a really good point. You know, the ideally what you'd like to see from your from your strong safety is he he's he never lines up in the same place two plays in a row. If that makes any sense, he he's always he's always somewhere a little bit different. He's always kind of, he has a much different role on every play. Um, I want to ask you a question though. So you're talking about these the, the 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 amount of snaps he's taking in different positions, right? Right. Do you know? Um, specifically for the corner, when they're talking about him at slot corner and wide corner, does that take into account when, say, Pepper's man on a certain play is a running back or a tight end, and that running back splits out wide? I'm not sure if that does take into account. Like, if if you are considered a slot corner, even though the running back is in a quote-unquote slot position, I don't know if it, that does take into account. I wouldn't think it does. I'm just trying to figure out reasons why he would end up there. No, I I know for I've seen it. I know I've seen it. I know the Browns used him as as a cornerback. I've I, I have I've watched games where they've used him as a cornerback, and it it always been confusing to me because I've always been like, wait, I thought this guy was a safety, more of a safety linebacker kind of guy. I don't know why he's being used like this. I agree with you that it's it's odd the way they use him off in a lot of situations. I'm just curious, just trying to keep the numbers honest. That might that might inflate some of those numbers. I don't know. Obviously, you don't mind if he is in the slot covering a running back. You don't you don't mind that necessarily. But you know, if he's covering a, a slot receiver, which honestly I wouldn't put it past the Browns uh, for them to do, that's a problem. And at least that's a problem in their books. It's not our problem. No. No, the, the Brown the Browns are bad. And um yeah, the Browns are bad. I'm going to stick with that. That's Thank the you. joke. The Browns are the joke. So the Browns are bad. one of the things I actually didn't bring up was, and I, I should have done more research in terms of stats, but one of the things I feel like I don't even need to bring up any stats on is how good of a returner Jabril Peppers is. How good of a, of a kick returner, how good of a punt returner he is. He won awards in college off of it. He won football games just off of it in high school. You know, um, you know, I've I've seen it with my own eyes. So I, David, I want to ask you the the risk and the reward factors if he is going to return kicks, if he is going to return punts for this Giants team in 2019. I'm kind of on the fence on it. I would like him to be used in that kind of role like Odell Beckham Jr. was, where, okay, we we're behind in a game a little bit. We need a big play. Let's put Odell back there. Let's put Jabril back there and see what he does. But I don't want him necessarily being the number one kick returner, punt returner on this football team this year? Because I think he's too important. What are your thoughts on that? I want to see him as the number one return man. I think it puts him in a situation that, and, and you know, everything we've talked about has been putting a guy where their their talents can be maximized, where their talents can be utilized to the fullest extent. And I think we've, we're talking about how he's kind of a, a quote-unquote positionless player. And I think part of the reason why I'm skeptical of him going into the season is I fear that he hasn't shown that he can excel at one thing very well. But 
I I said with that kind of guy, put him in as many situations as possible to impact the game. And we know he can impact the game positively uh, in the kick game. Now, Justin, unlike you, I actually did look up the numbers um, for his return game. And in 2018, he averaged nine yards a return, uh, punt return. He averaged nine yards a return on 25 attempts. So he had just over 200 yards. In the kick return game, he averaged about 21 yards of return last year. So so the the kick return is not quite as productive, but that's that's a very productive punt return number and that's on a lot of attempts. That's not it's not like he had three attempts for for a bunch of yards. Um so I definitely think he's just the kind of guy you want to find a way to get the ball in his hands. And it, with with Corey Coleman going down, and they're not really being a clear-cut return man on the team. I would rather see Peppers than Latimer return punts and kicks. I'd rather see him uh, return kicks over. I'm trying who who else they have they even been putting putting back there to TJ Jones. I admittedly I haven't seen TJ Jones in any kind of return game, so I don't know what he would bring to the table. But I think I think you put your best athletes back there, and and I think I think he'll make things happen. He's got solid Pro Football Focus numbers. Certainly better than Landon Collins in the coverage game. Not as good as Landon Collins in terms of his in-the-box work and his tackling work. But I'll tell you what, he's still solid. What the film does say about Jabril Peppers, what the film says. Film talks, you know, David. And what it says about Jabril Peppers is that he's a solid tackler in terms of understanding his size where he's constantly going after ankles. Always that one of the first things that you're going to see Jabril Peppers do, he goes after the ball carrier's ankles. He lowers his shoulders, and that's where he attacks. He understands that he's not going to be laying anybody out by just by throwing a shoulder, and that pisses me off so much in today's NFL. And I attribute that to because guys just don't practice enough, and we don't get enough live action where you're actually hitting people. So you see defenders in our in, in today's NFL, they're just arm tackling, arm tackling, arm tackling, or just trying to use the shoulder, and they're not trying to, and they don't even wrap up at all so Jabril Peppers wraps up he attacks the ball carrier's ankles especially when you know he's going up against these massive tight ends in today's NFL so he does a lot of those things well the whole point of me even going on this little tangent is saying that David he's a playmaker he makes plays and something that those stats can't pick up is that he does make great plays for a ball club he does make game-changing plays for your defense for your special teams and hell I wouldn't even I, I would love to see him on offense just as like a football fan and just as a guy who appreciates athletes for what they can do. I would honestly love to see him on offense, even though that probably would never happen. So here is this final stat line for the 2018 season. Jabril Peppers, one interception, one sack, 79 combined tackles, 52 solo, five tackles for loss, four QB hits. Now Landon Collins season in 12 games last year, 12 games. 96 combined tackles, 67 of them were solo. He also had five tackles for loss and two QB hits. So, David, we're going to switch things up this episode. Why don't you give your predictions, your stat prediction on where Jabril Peppers' season is going to finish, and then I will then react to your to your, uh, to your, your stats and say if you're wrong, if you're right, and whatever, whatever, whatever. It's we're we're changing up this episode. I'm I'm pessimistic. I'm gonna be honest. I I, I am pumping the brakes on him. That that screeching halt of the of the hype train you heard earlier. This is where it really comes into play. 
you know, I, I really quick before I, before I give my prediction, you said Justin he makes game changing plays. He he can make you know he he can make make just make a lot of plays for your team. My problem is yes, in theory, that's true, but I don't know if he's done that. I I really don't know if that's happened yet. Uh, his grades improved. Don't get me wrong. His grades improved rookie year to rookie year to sophomore year. He definitely was on the come up. And the Browns were beginning to use him more, you know, more in line with his skill set. But I don't, I, I just, the production really, in my opinion, the production for what he's capable of and what I think people expect of him, I just don't think it's been there. So, so it's a little reckless to believe it's going to suddenly show up. So my, my stat prediction for his 2019 season, I'm going to go two interceptions, two sacks, 70 combined tackles, 50 solo, five tackles for loss. Five QB hits. Yeah, that is that's low. Uh, now the QB hits is not. The sacks are not. The intercept the intercept interceptions are kind of random. So you know the inter- two interceptions that's not low. But I'll tell you what: seventy combined tackles and fifty solo. When Landon Collins Landon Collins in twelve games last year, ninety six combined tackles. That was his lowest tackles total in all of his years of playing football. That's a lot of production that is leaving the team. Now, granted, you can say, well, the Giants' secondary is a lot better this year. Hopefully, we're not asking our strong safety to do as much in terms of covering like Landon Collins was asked to do. And that's where I really think Landon Collins was exposed. He's not a cover safety. Jabril Peppers is definitely more of a cover safety. But hopefully we're not asking him to do as much as Landon Collins was being asked to do in 2018. So those flaws aren't exposed. But, you know, again, David, it's like, you know, you want this guy to be great and you want him to be so productive. And you you see the potential, you see the athleticism, you see the athlete that he is, but you just haven't seen it yet. So that's why out of all, you know, at least at least, you know, we talk about Marcus Golden, at least Mark Marcus Golden showed us that he can do it in 2016. He had an elite season. He had two pretty damn good season as seasons as an edge rusher. And that gives you optimism that he could do it. Jabril Peppers for the hype that he's getting. And I really think the hype that he's getting is coming from the hatred of Landon Collins. The fact that Landon Collins has opened his mouth so much this offseason. So now Jabril Peppers is being really thrown and thrusted into this, yo, you need to be better than Landon Collins. I think people need to pump the brakes. Still think he's going to have a solid year, but people need to pump the brakes in my opinion. That's a great point. I, I think people so badly want him to replace Landon Collins and he's simply not going to. So I'm not, I don't, I don't think you can look at a stat line for him and and compare it to Landon Collins. Landon Collins, in my opinion, is is a, is a top three safety in the NFL. I just don't believe that we've been given an indication that that production is suddenly going to show up on a consistent level. I think I think he is going to be fairly solid in pass coverage, though I don't think he's going to be asked to cover quite as much as Landon Collins was asked to cover, which should work to the team's benefit. I think he will be up in the box a lot more, which should work to his benefit. I, I'm I'm taking a very conservative conservative approach with Peppers. And like I've said multiple times, this is going to be a defense by committee. I think the combined tackles will be a bit higher, and I think the solo tackles will be I'm gonna go fifty five solo tackles and eighty combined tackles. That's what I'm going with. So that's not much that's honestly not much different from his twenty eighteen final line. Because he had seventy nine combined tackles and fifty two solo from twenty eighteen. That's honestly not that not much that 
So you're going with that his production is going to be less than it was in Cleveland last year, which is kind of crazy. Well, if you're just if if you're taking production clearly on clearly on tackles, then sure. Well, I mean, yeah, I guess tackles, and I and I've been a critic of you know Alec Ogletree just because he gets 120 tackles a year doesn't mean that he actually has a good year. So. I've been a guy to say that. Right. We're, and where, where are those tackles actually coming? Right. So, David, do you have any other final thoughts on Jabril Peppers as we end and go forth on this previewing the Giants series? I would love to be proved wrong. I, I would love to to uh, look back on this episode and realize that I was recklessly low on my um, on my predictions for it. This is pretty much the first player where you've been really poo-pooing on him. I have, yeah. Besides, Ale- besides we both poo-poo on Alec Ogletree. I love Alec Ogletree though. Oh. I, I, I don't know. I just I I I think he's. A, I don't know. I I, I can't help it. I'm a massive. Ooh, Alec Ogletree uh, changed his number um, to 47 to match his Pro Football Focus grade. You said that on Twitter, Justin. Yeah. People are gonna realize that. Yeah. Well, I just had to. I just had to use it with the soundbite. All right. So thank you for listening. Uh, we will see you whenever our next episode is. It is coming to you. Bleeding Blue is coming to you six days a week, just not on Sundays. And keep on Bleeding Blue. And David. Um, have a great night or a great morning, depending on when you're listening to this. And uh, stay beautiful. Stay beautiful.